Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time and range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to hour number two, Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchett, your host out here live from Las Vegas. Your other host, Josh Applebaum, is live from Boston. And Josh, market insight time. Uh, this time, though, with a peculiar uh, event, uh, the match with Bryson DeChambeau, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Tom Brady, and hustler Phil Mickelson. Uh, what do you have for us? <laughs> Rich, I got something interesting for you here today. I know you can't. Yeah, I didn't. I know you didn't expect me to give you a data-driven play on the match today, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send it your way, Fritz. So uh, here's something that caught my eye in the match here. You know, we, it's, it's gonna be fun. It's, you know, it's kind of a novelty entertainment type thing. I go back to uh, exactly a year ago when we were, you know, deep in the the doldrums and the darkness of the pandemic, and mm-hmm. kind of the match last year really gave us some excitement as sports betters. I remember I was scratching for action. I had. UFC, a little bit of NASCAR. I bet NASCAR, believe it or not, Pritch, and I bet on some golf. So lo- thank God we're in a completely different place right now a year later where things are so much better. But anyway, Pritch, this is what caught my eye. So uh, tonight the match begins. Uh, it starts at 5 p.m. the coverage. It starts at 5.30 officially. It's at the Reserve Golf Course at Moonlight Basin in Big Sky, Montana. So it should be beautiful here. Uh, but, Pritch, what really jumped out to me as a better, if we want to get down on this, we got to have uh, some sort of model or something uh, indicating to us ideally where the respected money is going. Here's where it came into play. So number one, the opening odds here, Pritch, when we had the opener, it was DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers as a minus 150 favorite. You had Brady and Phil at plus 110. So right off the bat, I was kind of surprised by that. You know, the public, I think, is is really all over. And I don't think, I know, I looked at the BetMGM splits here from our friend John Ewing, 89% of the tickets on this event are on Brady and Phil. Brady's the GOAT. You know, they've teamed up together before. Brady's been going crazy on the internet like a like a like a teenager posting all these memes and kind of <laughs> digging that at DeChambeau. So I think a lot of this popular culture sentiment is really like Brady's gonna own this thing. However, here's what I really like, Pritch. 89% of the tickets are on Brady and Phil. But guess where the line went today? Line move today is very important. Mm-hmm. You've actually seen DeChambeau and Rogers become more of a favorite. DeChambeau and Rogers open minus 150, they've been bet up to minus 175. Ask yourself this, if almost 9 out of 10 tickets are on Brady and Mickelson, why isn't the line moving further to Mickelson? Why aren't they becoming smaller of a dog? Why isn't the plus money falling on Brady and Mickelson? The fact that the line is going to Rodgers and DeChambeau, even though 90%, 89% of bets 
on Brady Mickelson. That tells me that these respected wagers here are coming in on Rogers and DeChambeau. Also, you look at the world golf ratings. DeChambeau is six in the world. Mickelson's 31. Now, the X factor to me is Aaron Rodgers, Pritch. I can't confess to tell you I know how good of a golfer Aaron Rodgers is. I really don't know much about him. Uh, so obviously, you're going to bank on him to perform well here. But all the bets are on Brady and Phil. Right. Yet the line's going to Bryson uh, and uh, and Rogers here. Give me Bryson and Rogers as a sharp <laughs> reverse line move in the match. So you found a reverse line move, a contrarian play here uh, with the match between Rogers, DeChambeau, Brady, Mickelson. I did, Pritch. And here's the beauty <laughs> of it. And I actually found out one of these in the hot dog eating contest on Sunday. It was my guy Jeffrey Esper who was head to head against Darren Breeden, and the line moved in his favor. But the whole point here, Pritch, is you know, if you do what I do, you like to read the market, you like to look mm -hmm. at data, you like to, uh, again, I'm not a pro capper. I can't tell you the line should be minus 170 or should be 180. But I'm what I do is I read the market. And the fact that I can find a sweet spot where the public is all over Brady uh, in, in, uh, in, in this match, yet the line is moving to DeChambeau and Rodgers, I love that. Sharp action, contrarian. Give it, give me, give me uh, Rogers here in Shambo. That's my play. Today, okay. Pitch. Has Rogers uh, owned Brady uh, head to head uh, on the gridiron? Do you, do you have that data at all? I don't have the data okay. on me, but I know he's going to want to shut up Brady because he keeps poking at him. Why didn't you go it on four? Well, go for right. it on fourth down. And Brady's having a lot of fun here, but uh, maybe the silent assassin here, Rogers takes out some aggression. I, that's where I'm banking here today. Yeah. You know, when you have a hustler though, like uh, Phil Mickelson, um, I mean, this guy is used to this type of environment, Josh. And uh, he took uh, nine million from Tiger head to head in a match. That was the first one. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have he'll have side action. He'll do whatever it takes. You know, he'll he'll steal your ball and uh, replace it with a <laughs> fake ball. He'll do whatever it takes to win. That's why you gotta love the guy. But uh, again, Pritch, if you look what I look at, it doesn't really matter what the sport. It doesn't matter uh, what the event is. If you see a situation where all the bets are on one side. If the line goes the other way, it's a play I make 10 times out of 10. I love this movement toward uh, toward Rodgers and right. DeChambeau. All right. Got some time to decide on that one. Maybe the Sharps, they actually have information on how good Aaron Rodgers can play golf. I mean, we'll have to find that out, certainly. And looking forward to that match, though. It's going to be exciting to watch uh, for sure. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host live from Las Vegas, your other host live from Boston, Josh Applebaum and live with us right now on the phone, Tom Byrne, host of Sirius XM NBA postgame show. Tom, how are you? Rich, I'm doing well. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. Thanks a lot for your time today. Uh, trying to break down this game, game one. Uh, we got Milwaukee and Phoenix. Um, Giannis was upgraded to questionable. Uh, I'm looking at a number still at minus five and a half for Phoenix, 220 the total. Earlier in the show, I said that I believe Giannis is going to play. Uh, what do you think uh, in terms of Giannis playing and, and that situation there with his knee? So I, I can't figure it out. My initial thought was he, was he was not going to play. Then there was a lot of optimism, right, as he was working out in front of a lot of Buck officials. And seemingly the thought at that time was there's a better chance he plays than not. Next thing you know, at about, yeah, I don't know, 80s the time we get news. Well, actually, he's officially doubtful. All right, so I guess he's not going to play. Today, they tease you again with questionable. Typically, in the postseason, when you're upgraded, you play more times than not. I'm not willing to get involved, guys, with either side until I have clarification. I mean, we're talking about Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's one of maybe two, three guys in the league that moves the number five, maybe five and a half points. I mean, it's to the point where you could find value dependent upon if he plays or doesn't play. I think five and a half is a great, great hedge. My first initial thought looking at my player's model was that, all right, they don't think Giannis is playing. But then delving into the details, I thought, you know what? They hit the nail on the head. I would put this number at eight if he does not play, but I'd put the number at two and a half, three if he does. So five and a half, if you think about it, it's perfect right in the middle, but it's also going to give us the better an opportunity if you are quick enough, when we get this information, you're going to get about 30 seconds. If he plays, I'm going to take Milwaukee. If he doesn't, I'm going to take Phoenix, but I'll have to act fast. And so that's the tricky part of it, but there could be a little value. Tom, it's great to talk NBA with you once again, and I am right there with you. I think this is what I call the uh, the Twitter and the live odds game because you got to be glued to Twitter. you got to have your tweet deck up. you got to be the first to know. you got to have all your accounts open. you got to be able to ready to – really, really pounce on this one, depending on if you see a, a low-hanging uh, fruit book that it hasn't moved yet, a slow book, and I'm right there with you. But uh, I know you were kind of waiting out on Giannis, maybe the, the same case here for the total, but what do you think of the total? You know, an open 217.5, 
It's been bet up to around 220. We've seen this total rise. You know, both teams have gone 2-0 two and, two and to the over their last four. Also, overs that rise at least a half point in the playoffs are 16-13 and 13 to the over 55%. So, do you like the over anyway? Do you like it more or less if Giannis is in? Just your take overall on the total tonight. Yeah, I like the over. 219 or better, though. At 220, I'd start to get a little hesitant. You know, typically postseason setting means that it's going to be a slower pace. Chris Paul's going to walk it up the floor. Both teams kind of field each other out game one scenario. I could see a relatively slow scoring start to the game. But, no, I think the I think the over is the right side here. I actually did already play the over. I don't play the over as heavy as I would the, the, the side, so keep that in mind. But I definitely think there's value in the over. As far as whether or not there's more or less dependent on Giannis' status, that has been debatable. I've heard some folks say that, you know, maybe Giannis' defensive prowess makes it so that the over is even better if he doesn't play. I don't know if I buy that. I, I still think, you know, if you have the over, you kind of want Giannis to play. But it's not as drastic as a typical star being in or out. Typically, when it's a big star in or out, right, it, if he doesn't play, you take the under. If he doesn't play, you take the over. This is not nearly as drastic, though. I do, got, I do get where people are coming from because Giannis, he's as, and this is what makes him so great, he's as impactful defensively as he is offensively. And so either way, I, I do like the over, and I thought it was enough value to maybe not even have to wait on that one the way you would for the side. Tom, how does uh, Milwaukee adjust without Giannis? Say he doesn't play. Uh, how do they adjust to a paint presence, a scoring paint presence like uh, Aiton, and then also the creativity from Chris Paul as well? Yeah, listen, it's going to be interesting to see what Bud does, Bridge, in terms of adjustments. He's been criticized in the past, but, I mean, if we're going to criticize him, let's make sure we give him his flowers, give him his credit when he does the right thing. Obviously, mm-hmm. last year he's against Atlanta, they were getting crushed in the drop coverage, and next thing you know, they were much more aggressive in terms of their pick-and-roll defense. So he, he made the requisite adjustments, in other words. And yet, I haven't heard too many people giving him credit for that. So I'm not saying I give him the coach's advantage over Monty Williams necessarily, but he has proven. And this is one thing that I brought up before. In the past, and I never really thought too much of it until some folks on NBA radio who you know were paid to be professional coaches brought it to my attention. Mike Budenholzer never made a lot of adjustments in the regular season. And one of the reasons they're so successful, his teams in the regular season, because they have one responsibility. They don't change their coverages. So naturally, it's a little easier night after night. You know where you're supposed to be. You know where everybody's going to be. The problem with that is if you ever get to a, a specific point in the postseason when it's just not working for you and you need to change it up, Milwaukee couldn't do it because they weren't accustomed to doing it at any point of the regular season, so they weren't comfortable. This year, one of the reasons their defensive numbers were down is because they were a little bit more creative. They were willing to switch up the looks in certain spots. And because of that, these guys are more familiar with different sort of coverages. And I think we saw that against Atlanta. So long story short, Prince, I think I have more faith in Bud being able to adjust to DeAndre Ayn, being able to adjust to the Chris Paul pick-and-roll scenarios if indeed they're getting burnt one way or the other, whether they're dropping too much, whether they need to, you know, pick them up closer to half court. I think this time around, maybe you trust Bud more than you typically would. Tom, I'm curious if you have a uh, a lean or maybe you're holding a ticket on the series price here. So updated numbers here. Phoenix is a minus 190 favorite to win the series. That's an implied probability of 66%. Bucks plus 160. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a ticket here on Phoenix at minus 190. It, to me, uh, I think they're the better team. They have a huge layoff advantage here, rest advantage. They've been off since June 30th, allowed a lot of these players who are banged up to get rested, to get rehab, to get treatment, to get ready for this finals. Uh, you look at the uh, the Bucks here. They last played July 3rd, so small, you know, shorter turnaround. Then, of course, Giannis, even if he does play, he's coming back from an injury, questionable status there. Do you like the Suns to win the series? Do you think that number is fair? Uh, or do you think the Bucks at plus money are worth a shot? I think that number is pretty fair. I'm not holding a ticket at the moment. Again, it's a very difficult game and very difficult series to handicap without clarity on Giannis Antetokounmpo's injury. If I knew he were 100%, I would I would tell you Milwaukee's where the value is. But even if he does play, how likely is it that he's 100%? I'm not sure of that. So maybe you get a better feel if he does play game one for how he looks. Now, in theory, he's progressed throughout. But I would tell you Milwaukee would have the advantage. Listen, it's funny. Before the season – I'm sorry, before the postseason, I would have told you, all right, let's fast forward. It's Phoenix versus Milwaukee. I'd say, wow, Milwaukee's got a lot of value. 
But Phoenix has been the better postseason team. So it's an interesting bet in discussion. How much credit do you want to give the postseason numbers as opposed to the regular season? And in one of my models, I actually use two seasons worth of numbers. Do you want to give more credit to those two seasons worth of numbers? Or do you want to go more recent with the postseason? You know, so I think that's interesting. But my point being, Phoenix has been the better team in the postseason. And it's not debatable. Not that Milwaukee's been terrible, but they were very fortunate to be playing. Phoenix has been steady. Taking out the Lakers, all right, AD's injury helps, but it's not like Chris Paul was 100%. Took care of Denver easily. You know, didn't have to go seven in the Western Final. This Phoenix team of the teams that were still playing in that Final Four has been the most consistent, best team out there. And so, long story short, I think 190 is about right. I think the odds makers hit it on that. We're speaking with Tom Byrne, host, Sirius XM NBA post game show. Uh, Tom, excellent breakdown so far as well. Uh, stick, sticking with the series here, I, I don't know if you're aware of this. Betham GM has data 45% of the handle uh, is on the Suns to sweep uh, plus 850 right there. Well, that, that's a little crazy. I'd be shocked. <laughs> now, if they know something we don't know and Giannis isn't going to play, all right, maybe. You know, Phoenix could be up 2 nothing. I'd be very surprised if the Suns can win 2 or 5 or 4. Now, maybe you tell me they have all the momentum at that point. The matchups are working in their favor. Giannis's knee is clearly troublesome, even though he is playing. All right, I guess you could envision a scenario. It's probably a better chance Phoenix would sweep the Milwaukee. Hmm. Uh, but, you know, that would be donating, in my estimation. I, I wouldn't call that great value. Yeah. Uh, Tom, let me ask you about the NBA Finals MVP. This is another prop bet that is getting a lot of attention. You know, it's kind of like the Super Bowl. You know, who's going to win the MVP? It's just a, a big, big number that we can follow. And depending on who you like, you can find some value right now. So uh, the updated numbers here, Chris Paul, odds on favorite. You know, I think the story, the narrative probably favors him right now, uh, trying to win his first title. He was absolutely unbelievable in that closeout game against the Clippers with no turnovers. But he's plus 150 to win. Uh, the NBA Finals MVP. Then you have Devin Booker plus 250, kind of a two-man race there. Giannis plus 450, Middleton plus 500. Then really no one else is is uh, less than a th- uh, plus a thousand. But who would you give the edge to? Do you just think Chris Paul's playing great? That the the story and the narrative fits him. It's his time to shine. Or do you look at uh, another player on the board maybe worth a shot? I definitely lean Chris Paul. Now the odds makers are thinking the same thing, so this is baked into the price, of course, but. They understand narrative and bias play a role, always have, whether it's the media members or the players. I can give an example of a player. 1975 is the best example I typically give in these scenarios. The players were voting for MVP. They gave it to Bob McAdoo. Bob McAdoo was a great player. But go back and research 1975. Rick Barry was by far and away the most valuable player in the league. Why didn't he get the award? He was a jerk. Nobody liked him. So, you know, players like to get on the media. They did the same thing. The media this time around, you know, Chris Paul, who you know, in the past has been a jerk to teammates, let's be honest. Right now, he's the, he's the golden child. He's the darling of the media, right? Him and Monty Williams, their relationship. Everybody's waxing poetically about what he's done for DeAndre Eaton and his relationship with Devin Booker. I think Devin Booker would have to average like 40 and 20 a night, right, for him to get his finals MVP. So if you're thinking that the Phoenix Suns are going to win this series, I think it's really likely that Chris Paul, as long as he plays relatively well because of the media narrative and bias and the fact that he's a heck of a player and very important, is more than likely. I would stay away from Book at plus 250. I know some people think that's an interesting price. Why not? It makes sense. But because of everything I just broke down with the narrative and bias, I, I just don't think there's enough value until that gets at least up to three bucks. Yeah, well said uh, right there, Tom Byrne. I'm, you know, looking at Chris Paul, double-double uh, in game one is plus 115, too. So earlier in the show, I was talking to Josh Applebaum about, I think Chris Paul, first time in the finals, he's going to try to go get his tonight, uh, certainly, and establish himself as that finals MVP as well. Uh, any X factors, though, that you're looking at, maybe down the line as this series matures, uh, we can find a different angles in terms of betting? Interesting question, Pritch. Um not really. I mean, look, if Milwaukee tonight gets a big performance from Chris Middleton, you'd have to act pretty fast. Mm-hmm. You could make an easy argument for Middleton, right? If And look, they played well without Giannis winning those two games, albeit over Atlanta. Phoenix is a whole different beast. But Middleton, when he gets hot, man, and he's knocking down the open three, he could be devastating, and he's very good in the ISO. So, you know, most people naturally, they think, well, if Milwaukee's going to win the finals, Giannis is going to win the MVP. 
Well, keep an eye on Chris Middleton because Middleton might have to carry her. And we don't know if Giannis is going to be 100% or even close to it if he plays. Middleton's going to get more shots is what I'm saying. His usage rate is going to go up. It's a lot of pressure on Middleton. I'm not 100% sure he can live up to it, frankly. Uh, but if he has a big game one, I think, you know, that wave of momentum is going to start rolling a little bit. And maybe Middleton finals MVP something to keep an eye on. Tom, along those lines, uh, I, I think of this from a props betting perspective. You know, some of these role players, one thing I like to look at is role players who play enough, play enough minutes but also have maybe an over and under juiced up one way. Kind of the odds makers are maybe pulling you behind the curtain, telling you there could be liability in one direction. So is there one player or a player on each side that you like either in a prop situation or just, you know, if this guy plays well, that's a big boost for their team. Maybe a guy like P.J. Tucker or Portis on the Bucks, or maybe, you know, Payne or Cam Johnson for the Suns. Anyone uh, prop betting related, like points, rebounds, assists, or just if this guy's playing well, this is a good sign for this team. Well, let me qualify this with, even though I have introduced player props, I haven't even studied that part of my model much yet to make a play. But I would say this, just thinking about the question without seeing what the market looks like. I'd say Lopez from Milwaukee, Josh, because here's a guy, DeAndre Ains is sending before our eyes, right? But Lopez was spectacular down the stretch of that series, especially in the absence of Giannis. Sometimes he gets caught wanting to shoot the three ball, and he loves showing us that he's worked on a three-point game, and it ends up hurting him because that's all he wants to do. But I thought he was much, much better in terms of shot selection, knowing when to take that open three, but knowing when to get his butt down in the low block, help on the offensive glass, protect the rim on the other side. So I really think Lopez, you know, here's a the guy they ask a lot of, gets switched out of the perimeter against guards oftentimes and has to stay in front of them for a couple seconds. And he's done a pretty good job. He has not been taken advantage of too much. In fact, I heard Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday breaking that down. They were even surprised. He uses his length really well to keep guys in front of him. And if he is beat, he uses his length to, you know, make up the space and get back to a point where they can block it from behind. So my guess would be Lopez would be that guy. Now, again, a lot of it depends on Giannis' status, usage rate, and whatnot, because if you're Lopez, you're not going to get as many offensive opportunities if Giannis is Giannis. But I think he's key for Milwaukee this series. Follow him on Twitter at one Tom Byrne, B-Y-R-N-E. Tom, host, Sirius XM NBA postgame show. That was awesome as always. Thanks again for your time. You got it, guys. Thank you. All right. Take care. Right there. Uh, Tom Byrne with excellent breakdown. Uh, Josh Applebaum, your thoughts uh, as we get closer and closer to tip-off? Yeah, so I think Tom hit the nail on the head here. You are in a kind of a Bermuda Triangle weird situation right now <laughs> where the line is, Pritch. Right. Um, and I think what we're looking at is, uh, again, I joke about this a lot, but this is your this is your Twitter game tonight. This is mm-hmm. your live odds game tonight. Uh, I think that's it. like so. I say that caveat that, that by saying like if you crunch the numbers and you like the Bucks and the points, or you like laying the points of the Suns, all the power to you. But if you don't and you want action on the game, track Giannis's status. This five and a half is going to go up or down, and you want to jump on it quick before this line moves too much. Yeah, absolutely, totally agree with you on that one. Which makes betting this game that much more exciting. Uh, so looking forward to any type of news update uh, because they have been playing games. Doubtful, uh, questionable, questionable, doubtful. So uh, we'll have to probably wait up till tip time uh, basically to find out the accurate information right there with Giannis. Uh, come up next on the program, uh, we're going to find out the better bet on the board. It's come up next. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team that cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs>
And then they're never at any of the festivals. Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You've seen the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host live from Vegas, your other host live from Boston, Josh Applebaum. Uh, Josh, I think our producer, JJ, did this on purpose. As we're trying to figure out what's the better bet, he's got your socks to win the AL pennant at plus 500 or the Brewers to win the NL pennant plus 500. Uh, without your heart in this, which is a better bet on the board here? Yeah, so Sarah here, I'm going to take my heart out of it. I'm going to take my Red Sox hat off. Uh, I'll give you the breakdown here, Pritch. I would still lean Red Sox, not because I'm a diehard Red Sox fan, but a couple things going on here. The Red Sox, to me, you know that they're going to be in contention for much of the year because of their offensive lineup. I mean, you're having uh, Rafael Devers having a career year here. J.D. Martinez is an all-star again. Bogarts, you know, you look back on that Mookie Betts deal and uh, what you're getting from Alex Verdugo Mm -hmm. at, you know, 150th of the price here, Pritch, is pretty impressive. So I think that lineup is going to hit. And as the summer months get hotter and you're at Fenway and it's these humid nights, I think you're going to outslug a lot of these teams overall to keep you in the race right now. You know, the updated standings, the Red Sox 54 and 32, they're up four and a half games here on the Rays. You expect the Rays to stay in it. Maybe the Yankees make a push, but here's my, my X factor with the Red Sox, Chris sale. Number one, he's been progressing in his rehab here. If you pick up Chris sale as a quasi, you know, trade deadline addition, uh, again, coming off of Tommy John, I don't know how effective it'll be, but that's a big boost if you get, you know, 80% of what Chris Sale used to be. But then also, I'm going to throw out a name right now, Pritch, Max Scherzer. Uh-huh. If the Washington Nationals <laughs> fall a little bit here and Scherzer making a lot of money till, toward the tail end of his deal, what if you can offer a couple decent prospects for Max Scherzer, bring in Scherzer with Chris Sale, and then suddenly, 
you know, this lineup, like the question mark with the Sox is their starting rotation. You add Sale, maybe you add Max Scherzer. I think that's what you're banking on here. And also the American League is a little bit more wide open. You don't have the Dodgers to compete with or these other teams. It's really, you know, the Red Sox, the White Sox, the Astros. The Astros could be tough to get back, uh, get, um, you know, to beat and take down here. But Sox lineup is, is going to hit you into contention. Mm-hmm. If they add Sale, make a move for another pitcher, give me the Red Sox here. They do this weird thing, Pritch. They're either last place or they win the World Series. It's very erratic being a Red Sox fan, but looks like this year, whether it's an even year, odd year, it looks pretty good for the Red Sox so far. You got the Astros plus 275 uh, AL pennant odds right now, and then you got the White Sox uh, plus 325 right in front of uh, your Sox plus 500. Uh, is it in their nature, though, to go out and get another arm? Uh, because clearly, I mean, Scherzer would be awesome if they could do it, but uh, I-, I wonder if the Red Sox have that within themselves. You, you would know the Rays are not going to do anything. They're plus 600. Yeah, it's a great question, Pritch, because here's the thing. I may be wishful thinking here, trying to get Scherzer. I would hate to see, you know, the Yankees make a move. I'll keep out an eye out for the Yankees. They just, yeah. uh, you know, if it was George Steinbrenner, he, you know, he'd be flipping chairs, Pritch. He'd be firing people left and right. If the Yankees can't continue to be 500 without some big changes being made. But I think you bring up a good point. When Haim Bloom took over as GM of the Red Sox, his whole thing was to clean up what Dombrowski did. Dombrowski won a World Series, mm-hmm. but also gutted the farm system where the Red Sox have one of the worst farm systems in baseball. So are you going to expect a guy like Kyan Bloom, who's a money ball guy, who's all about the prospects, young players who are controllable assets, you know, until they get arbitration for six, seven years, are you going to ask him to then change his stripes and give up young players who he loves for a stud to help him in a pennant race? That's the big question. I'd like to think Bloom would be willing to make a bold move, but he was hired to rebuild the farm system and trading away a couple prospects. I don't think is something that he really wants to do. So that could throw some, some cold water on my Max Scherzer to Boston uh, wishes here, Pritch. <laughs> okay, we got one more. White Sox to win the World Series plus 800 or Padres to win the World Series plus 800, which is a better bet? I'll lean Padres here, okay. Pritch. I like the story a lot with the White Sox. Uh, really good young team. Tony La Russa coming back in baseball, leading them to uh, you know one of the top five records in baseball. But I'm more bullish on the Padres. I know you're going to have to get through the Dodgers, but Padres have what you love, deep pitching staff here. Uh, again, guys like Musgrove, Snell hasn't been very good for you, but uh, you can still go into a playoff series with Darvish uh, and Musgrove and some of these other guys who've been decent as well. Uh, plus, you have Tatis, Machado. I mean, you have a pretty deep lineup overall. And really just the X factor of you're playing a lot of really competitive games against the Dodgers, and it kind of makes it battle-tested a little bit. I could see a deep series in the NL uh, NL Championship Series, you know, Padres and, and, and Dodgers here. Maybe it goes seven. I would bank more on the Padres to make this next jump than I would with the White Sox. Giants are trying to have something to say about that division, though. Uh, you got three teams there, the Dodgers, the Padres, and the Giants is going to duke it out. Yeah, Giants have been unbelievable betting yeah. on this year, Pritch, because, again, they've been, uh, I believe, the best team at home as a home favorite. I think 21-5, and five maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, you look at their lineup yesterday. They lost yesterday, but a lot of guys are injured. You don't really... You don't know who these guys are, but they keep winning. So I think you tip your cap to Gabe Kapler there. I think they're a good story. I don't know if they have the arms and the horses to get you deep into the playoffs. All right. Still waiting on news about Giannis, the Greek freak, in terms of what his uh, contribution could be in tonight's NBA Finals Game 1. But we do have player props go over for both teams. It's coming up next. update your sports betting wardrobe with some new vsin gear we've got hats shirts and mugs all with the vsin logo or fun sports betting things like cashing tickets is what it's all about and it's not under till it's over visit the vsin store today at vsin.com slash store and find the perfect item for yourself or as a gift that's vsin.com slash store welcome back to the program betting across america mike pritchard josh applebaum with you today, Josh, uh, other ways and angles to bet the NBA Finals game one. We got player props out for both teams. Um, Middleton leading the way here for Milwaukee. Uh, still no update on Giannis yet, of course. So 41 and a half points, rebounds and assists 
sitting at 27.5 points, 8.5 rebounds, uh, 6.5 assists, three-pointers, 2.5 with Middleton. Yeah, so a couple of these caught my eye, Pritch. I'm, and I think, you know, you've you got to kind of think that with Giannis. Uh, and again, here's the other thing. Giannis isn't just contingent on the spread and the total in this game. He's contingent on how his absence or presence could affect some of these other players in terms of prop bets. Right. Because you would think if Giannis is out, it opens up more opportunity for Middleton to maybe cash some of these overs. So I'm kind of like with Tom, you know, you're the waiting game right now, uh, waiting on Giannis' status to bet the regular game. I'm going to do the same with some of these players who are really dependent on whether Giannis is in or out. So, Pritch, I'm looking toward, I actually have four prop bets for you today. I did my homework last night. <laughs> okay. So here's one, Pritch. My guy, PJ Tucker, you know I can't quit this guy. This is my this is my buddy. <laughs> this is my guy who's cashed for me quite a few times in the NBA playoffs, but it goes to my role player system here. We're targeting players that kind of get overlooked but are still juiced up and really have uh, you know, a track record of a recent success to a particular prop. So P.J. Tucker, I'm going over five and a half rebounds for P.J. Tucker. Uh, it's juiced up minus 140 to the over. So again, a role player that's juiced up over. Oddsmakers telling you, hey, uh, you know, it may not be the most popular bet tonight, but we are making you pay a higher price on that for a reason. So mm -hmm. I like that. But really, P.J. Tucker, Pritch, five and one to the over five and a half rebounds in his last six games. Five of the last six, he's had six or more. Here's his breakdown. He's had eight. 11, 2, 8, 7, and 7. So give me P.J. Tucker over rebounds, over 5.5. Uh, the other one was Drew Holiday here, Pritch. This is a guy that's really been distributing the ball a ton here, and I would also like this maybe even more if Giannis is out. But Drew Holiday, over 8.5 assists. It's juiced up minus 150, but he's also gone 5-1 and one to the over 8.5 assists his last six games. He's had totals of 9, 13, 9, 12, 7, and 10. So he's kind of been around that double-digit uh, assist mark there. So I'm leaning over there as well. Uh, then we have a couple guys on the Suns that caught my eye, Cam Johnson. Uh, I was nervous about him because he missed the last game in the Clippers series with an illness, but I really like this guy as a over points, rebounds and assist guy. It, tonight it's listed at, at 11 and a half over okay. minus 115. So a little bit of over juice. I like that it's one gone over in Pritch. This has been our guy. I mean, we've done some yeah. shows together where he's really uh, shown up for us over 11 and a half points, rebounds, assists, four and one is last five. Also at home, he's a guy that role player at home. The crowd's going nuts. He seems to step it up at home. Three and zero his last three to the over at home. And then I, I told you I had one more pritch. Chris Paul, not the Chris Paul over points, not over rebounds, not over assists. Chris Paul under two and a half turnovers. This is unbelievable the way he's taking care of the ball right now. Under two and a half turnovers for Chris Paul. Uh, it's minus one forty five. So you have that juice liability toward the under. But also pritch fourteen postseason games. He's gone two or fewer turnovers in 12 of those. So he's 12 and two to the under two and a half turnovers here. If we can get zero, one or two, Pritch, that's what I'm banking on. Give me Chris Paul under two and a half turnovers. All right. Because, yeah, just looking at his uh, straight up props, uh, points, rebounds and assists for Chris Paul, 34 and a half. I mean, you got a double double prop out there for plus money. Uh, I mean, if you're looking at that, I mean, because points, he's sitting at 20 and a half points. Uh, four and a half rebounds, uh, eight and a half assists right there. So not even a, uh, really a double-double, but the double-double prop, I think, can cash better for you. Great point by you, Pritch. Again, going back to the fact of if you're banking on a player, it's like Jacob deGrom. You want to bet on him, but you don't want to lay the minus 250? Bet, you know, Mets first five. Bet, you know, the opposing team under team total. Same thing there where uh, maybe that double-double payout is going to be a little bit better for you. But, uh, Pritch, I just like the fact that veteran guy, he knows how important this is right now. It's his time to shine. He's waited his whole career to get to this place. Mm -hmm. And this is a guy that has a track record of, of, you know, taking care of the ball his whole career. But really, this playoffs, it's been incredible that he's not turning the ball over. So I don't want to jinx him, Pritch. You know, anytime you love a bet so much, usually you, you get worried that you're going to jinx it. But under two and a half to me, minus 145 juice, that's a bet worth making tonight. I thought I wasn't going to get distracted, but I did. Uh, Spain and Italy, 1-1 uh, tie now. Uh, in the 80th minute, Josh, uh, Spain ties it up uh, against Italy. It's crazy. It's incredible right now in the studio. Unbelievable. I can hear you guys going nuts <laughs> over there. So uh, all the power to you. I got no day sweats here, Pritch. Okay. I'm just in breakdown mode, research mode, handicap mode. Uh, but maybe I got to dabble with. I'll, I'll ride your next uh, your next Euro Euro bet here. Okay. What about Chris Paul, Holiday, Booker? Uh, we got some more odds there. Some more props here. Uh, the most assist in a series, for instance. I mean, uh, do you want to get involved with props from a series standpoint, or probably game to game? I'd probably lean game to game. Right. I mean, if you're really deep into the prop market and you can kind of extrapolate some of these and you know add them up over how long the series may be, or you know game to game and add them all up, there could be value there. 
it's just tough for me, Pritch. You know, I think Chris Paul is probably the right play there, but at, you know, at minus 200, minus 400, that's kind of a big number. You know, Drew Holiday plus 280 is intriguing because this is a guy, uh, you know, I'm on his over eight and a half assists tonight, Pritch. He's a guy who has been, uh, you know, double digit assists for much of the, really his last, I would say seven or eight games. He's been cashing that to a high degree. So to me, it's probably Paul, okay. but what if there's an injury? That's right. the thing with these series ones. Is there an injury? Does someone get COVID? God forbid again, like these things are really up in the air. So I go game to game. I think Paul's the right player, the right play here, but a little too high of a number for me. With asked, something so uncertain. Okay. I asked Tom Byrne about an X factor. Do you have an X factor in mind that could materialize uh, during the series? Ooh, that's a good one. I would say DeAndre Ayton. <laughs> okay. I like the way that this guy is playing. Uh, I know Pritch, you had a couple eight and over mm-hmm. points that he, he cashed for you uh, throughout the postseason here. But this is a guy that really I'm impressed by. And, you know, you look back at that draft and kind of the players that Phoenix passed up and could have gotten, and you say, did they make the right pick here? But this is a guy that, uh, and again, Tom Byrne had mentioned, you know, kind of the narrative here is what Chris Paul is doing for this entire team, specifically Aiton. Just a guy that I think Aiton dominates down low. That's a big, big advantage there for the Suns. I think it just makes it so much easier for them to win this series if he can be uh, the player that we've seen thus far. All right. Yeah, I like that one, too. I mean, he would be an X factor for me, too, because I wonder what the adjustment would be uh, without Giannis, uh, his defensive presence on the floor, Uh, because they didn't have anybody like Aiton to contend with uh, in their series against Atlanta. That's a great point. And other thing here, Pritch, is like, you know, player prop situational type stuff. Do exactly what you did. Look through all the box scores. Who did these teams play previously? Did they were they really bad against big men? Were they great against you know uh, small forwards? These are the little things you want to maybe check off a box for uh, when you're going into this betting the profit uh, market. Here. All right, coming up on the next segment, uh, we're going to get Josh Applebaum's grossest play of the day. Looking forward to that, as well as some early thoughts on Game Five NHL playoffs, and then certainly some more leans, maybe picks uh, here coming up with the NBA Finals Game One. All that and more come up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my game. <laughs> Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today.
Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Discover BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Sign up today and win $100 if you place a $1 wager on any NBA Finals game and either team hits a three-pointer, regardless of your bet's outcome. Simply use bonus code VSIN100 when you place your first bet. Enjoy the finals more than ever with BetMGM. It's new customer offer, paid and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Located in Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Washington, D.C., Virginia, or West Virginia. Excludes Michigan. Disassociated persons, please gamble responsibly. Problem? 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 800-270-7117 for help in Michigan. 800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 800-BETS-OFF in Iowa and Tennessee. Call or text the red line 800-889-9789. In Indiana, it's 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host today. Uh, Josh, before we get into some Major League Baseball scheduling and also maybe some thoughts on Game 5 in the NHL, uh, you have an update here for us with uh, Mac Jones. What's going on out there? I do. Mac and cheese here, uh, which uh, Cam Newton gave him that nickname. But, uh, you know, as a Pats fan, I got to I got to put in any Patriots news I can here when we do a show together. Rich, but, I love it. Uh, breaking. Just, <laughs> yeah. Breaking just now. And there's also a gambling element to uh, to it as well. Sports betting uh, prop bet opportunity here. But uh, just came out a few minutes ago. Adam Schefter Patriots just signed Cam Newton to his rookie deal. So four year deal, 15.6 million. It'll include that fifth year option. And I automatically go to the prop bet market because there is a prop out there that I think has an opportunity, uh, some pro- possible uh, value here. If you want to look at who will be the week one starting quarterback for the New England Patriots, mm-hmm. I went to DraftKings, pulled it up once again here, Pritch. Cam Newton, still the favorite, minus 305 to start week one for the Patriots. That's a 75% implied probability. Mac Jones, runner up, plus 225. Then you look at Jarrett Stidham, plus 2,000. But really, it's all about you know Cam versus Mac. And I think, you know, what this reflects is obviously the Patriots long-term hope Mac Jones works out. I've read a lot about how he's impressed a lot of people in Foxborough. He's very smart. He's a hardworking guy. He just puts his head down uh, and works hard. But also Cam Newton at minus 305, Pritch, I think the, you know, as a lot of Patriots fans like me would say, you know, after seeing how Cam performed last year, I think we're ready to maybe turn the page to Mac, but it's a little early. And the fact that Cam is minus 305, I think it's telling you that he is the odds-on favorite and expected to start. And I would be interested in maybe laying that number. I just find it hard to believe that a rookie is going to start week one for Bill Belichick. That's really not his style. Uh, remember, it took Mo Lewis destroying Drew Bledsoe for, to get Tom Brady in, in for the first time here. Prince. Yeah. So uh, I'm looking at the minus 305 with Cam Newton. I think he's going to be your week one starter. Uh, but if you're a Pats fan, good news. You have officially added Mac Jones into the fold with a four-year deal. See, I, okay, Drew Brees got his chest caved in, uh, literally. Uh, and I thought uh, Bledsoe, I forgot about him. Uh, what happened right there with that hit. Now, Mac Jones is making more money than Cam Newton. That doesn't give you pause? Ooh, long-term, yeah, it makes sense to me, Pritch. We saw, you know, Trevor Lawrence, what was his deal? I think it was $38 million, $40 yeah. million, something like that. Um, but, hey, this just goes to show you, you know, this kind of a, it's a pay scale. You know this, Pritch, based on your your draft position mm-hmm. here. Um, he's going to make more money than Cam. Uh, maybe Cam can 
exceed him if he hits a lot of these incentives, but is Cam really going to throw, you know, 30 touchdowns? I don't know. They could be kind of hard to reach. The other one, just before we get to baseball, Pritch, another Patriots player, Nikhil Harry. You're a former stud wide receiver. He requested a trade today from the Patriots. I can only imagine Bill Belichick's reaction to this. Really, you're going to request a trade? Like, he's going to, you know, he's he's probably uh, just barking at the guy. But what do you think about that? A a young receiver, first-round pick. He's already been labeled a bust. But (laughs) that's a bold move to request a trade only two years in with the Patriots. That's really bold. Uh, Maybe he's trying to get out in front of what Bill Belichick's going to do. Um, I I think he'll facilitate that, to be honest with you, Uh, Josh. um, Making it known that way, Belichick's not going to appreciate that for sure. But uh, I think he'll try to facilitate a, a trade if he can. I mean, I don't know what the market is going to be, though, for Harry. Yeah, you're kind of, yeah. you know, buying really, really, you know, it would be interesting. This is like a move the Patriots made to, to give you nothing for a guy like this. Mm-hmm. You don't really see it go the other way with a guy leaving. And again, with his value so low at this point. Right. But uh, yeah, Nikhil Harry, a lot of high expectations for him. Really hasn't, you know, uh, you know, met his, his, you know, met his mark here in the NFL. And you really have guys like Kendrick Bourne, Aguilar, Jacoby Myers ahead of him. Uh, but uh, hey, we had lot, expectations were high. He may, may have seen the last of Nikhil Harry in Foxborough. Bridge. I think so. You'll probably see him get traded sometime during the season when a wide receiver gets hurt. Uh, Belichick could probably try to maximize uh, any type of trade value that way. Uh, but he'll probably hang on to him, maybe through training camp, uh, maybe uh, someone to get hurt during training camp. We'll have to wait and see on that one. Uh, let's get to baseball, though, before we get to your grossest player today. Uh, some of the games uh, of interest to you, uh, the Dodgers and the Marlins. Marlins at home plus 128 is the total. Yeah, I threw this one over to Josh Towers in our previous segment, but uh, I like the Dodgers here. I'm gonna, I have a play on the Dodgers. I like this line movement toward the Dodgers. They're kind of moving a little, even bit, a bit further up as we speak. But they open around minus 118, minus 120 favorite. Uh, a little bit of a popular play, which I don't love being on the side of the public, you know, of course. But uh, to me, the equalizer here is we've seen chalk, even though it was a crazy day yesterday, Pritch, where, where dogs were 9-2 and two in baseball. Mm-hmm. You've seen a ridiculous move overall. Uh, toward favorites in baseball. They're cashing at a 65% clip since June 1st. So uh, Chalk has done well. I have a lot of system matches here with the Dodgers. Not only a public play, but it looks like some respected money. They've been steamed up around minus 118, minus 120, up to inching to like minus 135 right now. This would match a system that I really like. It's this non-division favorite. When you don't have to worry about the divisional dog angle, especially if you get steamed 10 cents or more, that system is 175 and 164%. So I'm going to back uh, I'm going to back the Dodgers here coming off a loss yesterday which snapped the winning streak to get back in the uh, the win column here today in Miami. Okay, in the next game uh the Phillies at the Cubs. I like the Phillies and this one minus 140 uh 10's the total though in this game. I am right there with you Pritch. Uh, I like the Phillies here. I got a ticket on the Phillies. I like this line movement toward the Phillies. They open uh minus 120. They've been steamed up all the way to minus 140. Mm-hmm. Another one of those non-division favorite moves. You've also seen Steam 15 cents or more on a team off a win. You're feeling good. You won the previous day. Now you're getting big movement in your favor. That's 141 and 87 this year, 62%. But then also Pritch, pitching advantage with uh, with uh, Nola over Jake Arietta, mm-hmm. And also the Phillies are getting a lot of injured guys back, Pritch. They got D.D. Gregorius back. Look through their lineup. Their lineup looks pretty good right now. Yeah. Uh, kind of the deep lineup we expected. So Cubs are in a bad spot. What have they lost? 10, 11 in a row. Uh, give me the Phillies here with a big move in their favor. All right. And then the White Sox. Um, they're on the road against uh, Minnesota. Uh, minus 128's the total. Yeah, this could be a good spot to buy low on the White Sox. Obviously, uh, had a great year so far uh, through the first half of the season. But they've lost three straight to right. Detroit, to Minnesota. They lost the opener yesterday. I'm looking to buy low on the White Sox here. I like this number. It opened around minus 110. Very kind of pick them, short favorite type situation. Been steamed up to minus 120. We have seen, uh, again, this trend to favorites since June 1st. But also, if you look at the White Sox, um, they're 10, Minnesota is 10 and 19 against lefties. Really struggled against lefties this year. They're going to have to face Carlos Rodon, who's been very good for the White Sox here. Uh, and then also the White Sox, 43 and 21 is a favorite. And the White Sox have owned Minnesota this year, 8 and 2 overall. So it's a low number. I like that spot. I'm going to bet against Barrios. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go White Sox, Southsiders here, Bridge. Okay, and then we got the Red Sox uh, facing the Angels. Otani's on the bump. I mean, this guy must see TV. He's an incredible athlete, certainly, and what he's doing this year is incredible. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. And, again, odds-on favorite for MVP. We haven't seen anyone do this since Babe Ruth, really, Bridge. But um, I'm going Red Sox here. I don't, okay. I'm a little worried that Josh Towers likes the Angels here because I always respect Josh's opinion. Uh, but give me Evaldi and the Red Sox. Like this movement toward the Red Sox. Now they did tick down a little bit here, but this was a 
pretty much a minus 105 opener, a pick em game here. Uh, and it's kind of split down the middle slightly into the Red Sox, but you still have that love for Otani. You want to bet on him. The public just says, hey, this guy's a phenomenon. I want to have some action on him. I want to root for this guy. Uh, however, line's been going to the Red Sox. They're up to minus 112, minus 115. We've also seen the Red Sox do very well as a favorite, 30 and 19. They're 36 and 20 against righties. They also have the best record in baseball on the road. They're 27 and 15 on the road. They're 10 and one their last 11. This Red Sox team, Pritch, I watch them every night. They got some mojo going here. They got a good lineup. Evaldi is their, you know, quasi number one here tonight. Uh, give me the Sox here to keep it rolling. Around a minus 112, minus 115 price. You got a player like Otani, too, had a chance to win the game for the Angels. Uh, now he's on the bump in control of this game. It is a unique situation to bet right there, Josh. It's unbelievable. And he'll probably hit second in the lineup. It's like, it's crazy here. You got to, got to tip your cap. And it also makes you wonder, like, are there other players who just don't give it a shot? Because, you know, if you look through baseball, when you're, you know, when you're younger and you're playing little league or high school, usually your best player mm-hmm. is your best pitcher and your best hitter. They do it all. But when you get, you know, higher into the uh, the minor league system, it's, you know, focus on one thing, but maybe Otani in a, in a really cool way, opens it up to more two-way players. I think that would be awesome to see. All right. And then your grossest play of the day. Uh, We waited the entire show for it. Uh, What do you have, Josh? It's so gross because I'm a Red Sox fan and I hate the Yankees. But give me the Yankees tonight here, Pritch. This is my grossest play of the night. Uh, I should probably, the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Yankees let me down a ton this year. But this is so gross. It doesn't make any sense. Therefore, that's why I like it, Pritch. Yankees are a big favorite at Seattle. They opened minus 140. They've been steamed up to minus 160. Uh, they're only a game above 500. Seattle's actually got a better record, 44 and 40 overall. Uh, and again, you're this is a Yankees team that, um, to me, the Yankees are a bet against when they're doing well and very popular. Mm-hmm. I like it when they're not playing well and they're kind of undervalued. Now, you say to yourself, how can they be undervalued? You're laying almost a minus 170 on the road. <laughs> right. uh, you know, what are you doing? You're crazy. Take Seattle here. But I just like the fact that it's a split ticket count, even a slight lean to Seattle. Uh, and yet the Yankees are getting a ton of action in their favor, going up from minus 140 to minus 165. This would also match that non-division favorite system, See, uh, Steam 15 cents or more. Uh, you're up around 65% this year. So it's gross, Pritch, but I'm going Yankees. Well, not only are you playing the Yankees, uh, you're paying up uh, minus 165. So I would categorize that as being gross. Well, the, the epitome of gross here, Pritch. All right. Well, good luck. Uh, absolutely. Uh, some outstanding plays right there. Outstanding uh, day as well, Josh. That was awesome today. It was a great time, Pritch. Can't wait to do it again tomorrow. Good luck tonight. I know. Good luck to you as well. Uh, Game one NBA Finals. Still 1-1 Italy and Spain. Incredible match going on right there in soccer or football. Excuse me. Uh, Come up next, my guys in the desert right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 
Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details.